place in me that's calling out your name. Hello, it's Joey. In case you didn't know, Tiss, today. Um, it's me and the washer in the far distance. And I'm drinking yerba mate, and it's 3 o'clock, and it's January 31st. Oh no, it's not January 3rd. It's December 31st. Haven't done a solo podcast in a while, but I was doing one of those classic battles of indecision where I, I tried to say... Um, I just listened to a How Stuff Works podcast on, on coffee, and uh, it really made me want to drink a, like a gourmet coffee and sit down and write and listen to music, because... I'm really not one for resolutions or anything, but I, I do believe in writing down kind of like maybe like a recap of where you were last year and what you were thinking and and uh, I don't know, kind of like a recap of the year or something like that. I digress from digressing though. Um, so I couldn't decide what I wanted to do. I, I really wanted to hike. I wanted to drink coffee and write, but my, my brain was very chattery today, um, so I figured I'm just going to record a quick podcast. I don't have a plan or anything, um, so this is technically a version of me sitting down drinking gourmet coffee and writing, but it's uh, brain dumping, blabbing your face off or my own face off, and drinking some tea. Um, the weather's quite nice outside. I, I was maybe going to go skating with Dana and Riley, but um, I think they're hungover, or it was just a classic thing of I, I, I've just been sitting here, and uh, maybe we're still going skating, but we're losing light. Maybe they're skating, and I just didn't get with the program quickly enough. Um, what am I doing tonight for New Year's, you didn't just ask? Um, I'm going to the curling club here, which I I think is really cool. It's very Canadian. It's a very Canadian thing to do to celebrate New Year's at the curling club. I like the venue because it's really big, and you can kind of like sit on couches in the corner. You can dance if you want. And it's like a really. It's not a very specific group of people. It's all all kinds of people that are going to this one, which is the best kind of people. All kinds of people. Um, I listened to uh, one of the Joe Rogan podcasts the other day. The Michael, the Collapse Dude. I think it was podcast one sixty nine. And um, I've been thinking lots about if this is where some rollerblading content comes in. If the world was to end, not to end, but if all the shit hit the fan and we had to start over, where where rollerblading would would play in to the whole picture. And then what I've said before is um, as I got older and as I live in Kamloops and I just, I like to do my own thing. I I'm, can be very private with skating, you know, on my own. I don't need to do it with friends, but creative collaboration is a very important part of how I experience skating as well. Um, I was thinking about 
So like no one can post anything online anymore. So like the the internet's gone and electricity's gone, but I still have like lots of frames and wheels and skates, and uh, it's not like dangerous. I don't think it would be zombie apocalypse. It'd be like everyone would have to revert back to just living in the community. You wouldn't be able to go onto the internet. You wouldn't watch TV. You wouldn't have an access to information. It would go back to just like we would have to build the internet and electricity from scratch. Who knows? I don't know how that would happen, but I was thinking about how um, cool graffiti is because it's kind of like a, it's something that would outlast um, the internet if everything did get wiped out. And um, I, I was thinking about like ways that I would want to combine Skating, no matter what, when you go out and do it, it's creative because you're attaching wheels to your feet and you're doing something super freaky. In my mind, at least, it's weird to attach wheels to your feet. But when you take away all of the culture that gets erased from it, I think it would be really cool to, like, um, do somehow, like, like uh, creative stuff. You'd, you'd like make skate videos on walls or something like that. Like you would record or you would write about um, what you remember or what you like about uh, your own skating history and your own personal story. And then use that to create, to either write stuff down or, or do graffiti on walls, like rollerblading graffiti of your own story, like how people would do cave paintings. And then it would be brought back to, I don't know, it, it would be really cool to be, to just take out the, the idea of, of um, like, I don't know, breaking down uh, what, I, what I always, what I'm hooked on, what I've always been hooked on is putting images and sounds together, but doing it in the most primitive form. So, I don't know, it would be so cool to, uh, you could do like live skating shows. <laughs> with um, music, like, people making sounds, and then you do, like, it sounds so fucking hippie. But, uh, yeah, I just, I, I thought about that, and I wanted to share that. Hopefully it came across in a very distinct way. Um, but on top of everything, the, the main thing that I wanted to talk about that's really been bugging me lately uh, about myself and human beings in general is that um, we're we're all in charge of making ourselves feel better all of the other stuff is a bonus right so me drinking this tea right now or the song that I started the podcast with with those are bonuses but if I'm not feeling good internally maybe the tea's not going to taste as good or the song's not going to be as good or I'm going to rely on other things um, to make me feel better. Sometimes it's it's habits and addictions. The two that I always say, and this isn't New Year's re resolution talk, caffeine and the internet are two things that constantly kind of pull me away from the things that are from getting in touch with myself. And everyone's different on what works about getting in touch with themselves. But if I can say anything before the number changes on the year, 
it's I'm really tired of people uh, who who can't help themselves. Um, and what I'm saying about that is, if your internal world, if you're carrying baggage and you're not talking to people about things that you should talk to them about, things that you need to get out into the air, um, baggage that you're carrying about relationships, baggage that you're carrying about uh, shit that happened however many years ago. Um, like, I, I don't know how much I can support people carrying on to stuff because the sooner um, you can start taking steps to get rid of your baggage, get rid of your uh, historical hangover from whatever, um, the sooner we can all move forward and be friends, all of us, everyone, <laughs> hippies say we never too. Can we retire the word hippie? Can we just say, that sounded way too positive. Like, can't, like if you replace the word hippie with, like, I'm just, that's way too positive thinking. It's like, when you overthink what you say sometimes, if it sounds too, uh, like, God, hippie, dippy, and arty farty, I want to maybe try and start retiring those words. And I'm not going to catch what I'm talking about and say, oh, God, that sounded so hippie. Fuck. Retarded. Maybe I should retire that word too. Retire, that's a bad one. What I'm trying to say is though, um, I feel so much better when I'm not carrying anything inside. If I talk to people blatantly, honestly, right up front, communication, not holding on to, th like, fine, if you need to hold on to something for like an hour or some, or something's bugging you, you might need to like, you might need time to process something emotionally before you can confront someone about it. But man, the sooner we can get this transparency thing going, even on a minor level, um, talking t to every, talking to people that you think are your, not enemies, fuck. Um, just being honest with yourself about why you feel shitty. Being, <laughs> and, and taking uh, steps to figure out what works for you and your body, whether that be your habits, what you eat, how long you spend on the internet, how much money you spend, but that one's a whole other story because who knows if money's even gonna be money, but I'm gonna just wrap it up right there. Um, I can't help you, um, your friends and family can only help you. We can, uh, like people around, you can only help you so much, but you have to help yourself first and then all of the other stuff gets a lot better. If you can help yourself and and figure out your internal world and get some clarity, then we can start moving this shit forward a lot quicker. And uh, instead of making stupid resolutions or um, looking to things as like goal setting and stuff like that is cool, but start habits like writing shit down and um, seeking out silence and uh, you don't have to meditate you just have to go somewhere on like on a nature walk and think for a little bit and uh, get rid of uh, like stuff that's influencing you in a bad way fucking get rid of it it's so pointless to be that. it's about moving forward you know and uh, that's just kind of that's pretty much all I wanted to talk about. Um, 
Uh, and I will maybe transfer into some, some skating stuff, but um, I don't know. Happy New Year. 2011 was awesome. It was a really good year for me personally. I hope it was for you too. Um, and I was actually listening to a U2 song earlier, Bad. And uh, it always suits the feeling of of like uh, looking out at a big landscape and, and that feeling of like, fuck yeah, I'm living on planet Earth and uh, I can do whatever I want within reason. That's a good start to uh, to being alive, isn't it? It really is. Well, gee, gosh, golly, it really is. Being silly. Oh, that's what I wanted to talk about. Because being silly, right there. Don't feel bad about being silly. I overthought, oh, I must have sounded stupid when I did that. Oh god, that was so hippie what I just said. It's fun to like, it's good to make fun of yourself in small little bursts, but don't self-deprecate yourself. Don't self-deprecate yourself. We're so hard on ourselves all the time. Fuck. Um, these are apparently, well I've heard, I've talked about it before. We're moving into a new time. And if you don't feel it, where have you been? It like, if you don't feel that there's change going on for everything, the how much is uh, like it obviously feels like time acceleration. But I think it was Randy said something about we're just getting used to the internet and the constant stream of information and stuff. But um, I wrote down these. Uh, um, 11 things, and I'm gonna uh, uh, relate them to rollerblading, and um, for me, this new time that we're moving into, these 11 things definitely struck with me um, for rollerblading in Canada, very specifically, and my own ways that I look at rollerblading, because I get super angry when I start talking about, like, industry stuff or anything like that, and... I have a secret for you. It's all an illusion. It's all completely uh, transparent. In the future, there's um, products. They're not going to need to market them because it's going to become a very natural thing that there's just going to be the best product and everyone's just going to use it and there's not going to be fucking competition anymore. Everyone <laughs> is going to band together to make the best skate possible and everyone's just gonna use it and we can finally all fucking move forward and uh, stop worrying about like what brand has better marketing or not I think all that shit is just gonna we're gonna be talking about like god remember when there was like all those skate brands and um, we it's felt like really competitive between brands and then be like like you know standardized parts like UFS frames UFS sole plates liners everything is going to be universal and you can just build a skate and it'll just be I don't know do you get what I mean anyways we can start moving forward and people are going to help themselves internally <laughs> to get to this place uh, so I've heard this 
age that we're moving into right now, I've heard it called the intuition age, uh, the age of ideas, the creative age. Uh, astrologically speaking, we're moving out of the age of Pisces, which has lasted for apparently 2,000 years, and it's been very um, competitive in us versus them, and um, uh, you can, if you just, you can feel it, that something is changing. If I, I don't know if I'm, if I've drastically changed as a person from, even in the past five years, if I was to have a conversation with myself five years ago, the amount of things that I've learned and little small steps forward as a human being on the planet, um, becoming more conscious, me five years ago, I would just have so much to say and be like, oh, just wait, just wait. You're going to learn so much, but I'm probably losing you right now. So apparently we're moving into the Aquarian age and that might, uh, don't even think too much when I say astrology, don't roll your eyes because this shit's been around for a long time and it's just a map. It's not, the thing that I like about astrology is in a loose sense of um, thousands and thousands of years of, well, these things, like a record of things happening in different areas of the world before they had the internet and things kind of lined up, you know? Just don't think of it as as astrology. Think of it as like um, a thousands and thousands of years map about these things happen in this time. Sorry, I keep fucking losing you. How about we'll go... Long story short, we're moving into the age of Aquarius, if you know that song. This is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. And let's just say these 11 things that I'm going to read to you can be applied to rollerblading. And that's what I'm going to do. There's 11 things. Number one. Revolution. Uh, for me, there is a revolution happening in skating right now, but it's like bubbling. It's like a, it's bubbling under. And uh, through the variety of skating that I see um, and the variety of styles and uh, from everything to Celtic frames in terms of like a flat frame that you can grind really easily into power blading frames something that might um, Make people think of new possibilities to kind of like the death and rebirth of the skate video and um, Like people who grew up with skating still doing it and still making stuff and still being passionate about it the revolutions happening, but Halfy jumping a hundred foot gap and not not being impressed with it like Todd was talking about um, I feel like there's a definitely a revolution if you were to compare it to like However many years ago and you would go to the front page of Outline and all of the skate products Were like in black and white and like seriously every video inspiration was very um, hard to find like KFC 3 was the biggest video and it was all black and white and mind game was all black and white and it was the most popular company holy shit so depressed like you would 
you would get a daily bread and the chances of it would you would like turn page 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 and it would be like drop rail drop rail steeper down rail drop rail drop rail we had jokes where like certain issues of uh daily bread or rejects we would call them drop rail monthly <laughs> but like i look back and the amount of inspiration and the variety of scaling that's available right now the revolution number one it's happening and it's bubbling and uh, I don't know there's a lot of frustrating things that are happening but there's enough variety and enough cool shit going on that um, I feel like it's moving forward in a much better way than it ever has been you look at that picture of Matthew Ledoux in carbons with power blading frames Todd, like, uh, he pulled up something on his phone. He's like, look at this picture. And he showed me a picture of Matthew Ledoux drinking, like, a coffee, staring at the camera. And he had, like, he has that weird, like, the headband and the army pants. And he looked like a man from the future. Like, he came here from the future to Future Blade. That's a revolution. <laughs> uh, number two, evolution. Give me a sec here. Number two, evolution. So, evolution's happening too with revolution. People are making custom skates. People are experimenting with rec skates and power blade frames or big wheels, like you want to say. Um, people are skating the mega ramp, um, uh, the seba skates or whatever. They're making sole plates, and things are like starting to cross over, and eventually I'm hoping it will evolve into just one thing so skating or inline skating will just be one giant clusterfuck of everything and finally there won't be separation between this style and that style and there's there'll be people who are just good at skating and I don't know like watching that um I talk about this quite often but watching and this is by no means a bad... I watched Honey Baked, and um, it was amazing in terms of, like, young talent in a video. But the cult aspect of, of Volo and some of these companies and Honey Baked and where every single person looks the same, that the skating's amazing and there's so much talent and the video's put together in a good way, and, and I totally followed... Um, styles and, and copied people that I that I loved growing up but still like there's the cultish aspect needs to stop and um, and I would love to see a video like honey baked where you could actually really tell different visions and styles but again it's a it's a young thing hello just a sec Ooh.
Sorry about that. I actually just helped uh, my girlfriend choose a New Year's outfit. It's pretty fun. Um, people who don't believe they have a fashion sense, everyone does and everyone has their own personal sense of style. And they can also, um, without watching any television shows about what not to wear or whatever, you just gotta, it's like editing, you gotta trust your gut on what you say. Yeah, that, I like that. Like, you just, I like that. That's good. Oh, no, I like that with the other thing. <laughs> I find myself saying, like, yeah, but if you had a different colored skirt, or, yeah, the length of that just doesn't work, or the <laughs> the fabric. I like the way that the fabric hangs off that, you know? You can get into anything, anything, including fashion. I got to wrap this shit up pretty soon because uh, Riley just called Dana. They want to see what's going down. Got to run some errands, get some uh, munchies for later tonight. But where I left off on was evolution, and revolution and evolution were linked, where I'm saying, like, things are bubbling under, um, but and uh, skating and inline skating is getting closer to being one thing, um, where I said people are experimenting, and some of the cult mentality of uh, Volo and that uh, honey-baked video are, is, can be very uh, uh, guilty of that. Um, but I can be just as guilty of that where I've made videos where we cut out certain kinds of skating and keep in certain kinds of skating. And I think this is where the next one comes in, unity. It's necessary for everyone to go in a far in a certain direction, really far in a certain direction to come back. And um, everyone has something to bring to the table in the end. Um, unity, unity grinds are sweet because you cross your legs and, and they meet at a certain point. And uh, unity and rollerblading, if it, if there is no uh, separation between styles, and this is why the shock video was awesome to me, um, it just was rollerblading to me, the shock video. And there could have been a dude that rocked it out on like, modified rec skates in that video but if there was just something about uh, the skating and the personal visions registering on an emotional level for me and there was unity in that video in terms of people all saving and contributing footage for one project and I think um, especially in Canada um, if we made some big project which I'll talk about more in the future uh, there's so much talent in Canada and I want to make like the Canadian, the first big Canadian video. I would say like, it would be like the shock video, but it wouldn't at all be like the shock video. It would only be like in the shock video as in, uh, we wouldn't release as many edits. Nobody would. And we would all pool our footage together and we would all communicate across the board, like through uh, social networking and email and, and all whatnot. And, it would be like a massive collaboration between a bunch of people and it would it would push skating forward and in a really interesting way so um, which brings me to the next one number four friendship um, I, I know like growing up in Canada I have some very strong friendships um, my best friends just happen to rollerblade but what they have like Personality-wise, and what I can talk with to them, what I can talk with them about. I don't even know how am I supposed to say that. Um, 
just some of my closest relationships are with people who love to attach wheeled shoes to their feet. And uh, growing up and and some of the first videos that I made, um, there's so many interesting people that skate that I I want to highlight them and and hang out with them and uh, collaborate and and the original friendship and and like the original Eisler Q and some of the original cat tour things and some of the parties that we've had and some of the conversations. Um, I personally, the podcast has been a big one for me that it's brought me back to, um, a social side of skating that, that was lacking for me originally. Like I love having one-on-one -on -one conversations cause you can get deeper and, and, and it's hard to like in party situations or while you're out skating, they've talked about this before. It's hard to like cultivate that friendship aspect as, especially as you're getting older. Um, so, uh, just those first four revolution, evolution, unity, and friendship. I want to try, I, I want to apply those to my skating and I think I'm going to benefit from them and, and, rollerblading will benefit for them. and the well this is the world if we're moving into an age where these are the 11 principles everyone's going to benefit from them but don't forget i can't help you nobody can help you you have to help yourself first and then shit gets gravy i think five i've said this before and it's funny that this is on this list it's transparency um the sooner we can all be honest with each other and uh, and get rid of the baggage and just say something like you know like if someone I love when people are like I didn't I didn't like that video that much or I didn't like when you were like this or um, this rubbed me the wrong way and I might be like oh really that's funny because this is how I was thinking when I did this and then they might be like oh really and then you get that stuff out in the air and it feels so much better. Like if everyone knew what everyone was thinking, things would go to shit for a certain amount of time, but the air would be clear and everything would feel so much lighter. And so transparency in skating, if, if we could all be honest with each other about what's working and what's not working and be able to take criticism and uh, we could all move forward that much quicker in all of our relationships if there is transparency to just talk about shit right away and not hold on to it and like i said maybe with some emotional processing time but damn transparency is like gonna be one of those ones that is just gonna push the world forward and push rollerblading forward in a big way like i i don't know that there shouldn't be top secret anything or secret anything or everyone should just there should just be a constant stream of information of what everyone's doing and working on for the most part. I think, I don't know, like, see, I shouldn't be threatened by a constant stream of information of what everyone's doing. I don't know. I think we would all benefit from that somehow. That one is like really such a big concept that it's hard to even know what it would be like until things got ultra transparent at all times. Number six, magic. This one's simple. Uh, if you don't believe in magic, you're 
missing out on one of the better parts of life. And uh, rollerblades are magic. And if you don't believe that, you're missing out on the, what, the best parts of rollerblading. Um, oh shit, man. Number seven. I hope the tape. I hope the tape recorder doesn't run out. Number seven. This is the most important part of life and rollerblading and relationships. And if you can't embrace this one, you're fucked. You are so fucked if you can't embrace this. Number seven, lucky number seven, comedy. If you can't, if you take yourself too seriously, if you take life too seriously, if you can't take a joke, the intention behind the joke, you can tell if someone's like trying to be mean in a jealous way or like they're saying something out of spite, but poking fun at each other in a light way um, Canadian rollerblading has always, always been uh, amazing for this, and I, I hope rollerblading in in general um, can bring back the comedy. I know Canadian rollerblading. We need to make fun of ourselves more. It's so simple. Number seven, comedy. You put comedy and magic and friendship together. Just those three. Holy fuck. And then transparency, you're being honest with each other through all of that. Do you realize how, how the evolution and revolution and unity that would happen? Boom, look at that. I just all, I, I just, do you see how all of these work together? I'm getting way too excited. You should be excited about 2012 as well, as well. and the Aquarian age or the age of intuition. Number eight abundance so let's just say all the first eight are rolling here do you realize how beneficial that would be for everyone H how much flow of uh, good ideas how much flow of inspiration uh, energy memories like abundance you'd get more of everything and, and and it would flow if you let all of these other ones in and, and if you if we cultivated all of these things and actively um, engage them with skating, which um, some of these things relate to things that I've done before personally, but I've been missing some of the other ones for sure. But I feel like some things are getting closer to this list. So, just to recap, revolution, number one. Number two, evolution. Number three, unity. Number four, friendship. Number five, transparency. Number six, magic. Number seven, comedy. That's the most important one, the most important. Number eight, abundance. Number nine, this is related to abundance. Um, electricity. Now this is a little bit more esoteric and a little bit more out there, but to think of energy, to think of um, something like a good skating session with friends and the weather's good and there's a feeling in the air and that's, it's like an electric feeling. It's like you have, you gain, or when you go out camping for the weekend or you go to a good concert, people use the word um, stoked, 
juiced, um, hyped, uh, high on life, that's electricity. And, um, it's related to abundance where, um, if we're, if we're actively thinking about all of these things, and if these are things that are happening and we're getting closer to them, the first nine on, or the first eight on the list, I'm saying, um, you would have more, uh, rewarding experiences and the electricity, like the energy that you get from having a good session with friends or a good, like, like, or you watch a good video that was made with all of these things in mind, like you're laughing and you can tell people are, are friends and they worked really hard on it. There's a lot of honesty in the creation of it. And it feels like something new and exciting. Like you get an electric charge in your body. Like you get so stoked to go out and do something. Um, I think there's going to be a lot more of that in the next decade, in the next year even, because I've felt a lot more. I've created more and put out more than I ever have even in the past couple of years than I have prior to that. And I swear it's related to that one thing or like certain camping trips or certain things that I've gone, I've come back and just been really, really, uh, I don't know if I've had a fresh perspective and a lot of energy. And of course that drains really quickly because of the pace of life and how we're still kind of living in a time that, uh, we lose our energy really quickly because we're not taking care of ourselves properly, which is what I talked about earlier. Um, so that was number nine, electricity. Number 10, brilliance. That is really open-ended in my opinion. That is, uh, that, that can't be described. It just, it's not learned. It's not, it's just, it is. So I'm not going to go into that one. Um, what, what I call brilliant is going to be different from what you call brilliant. Um, but that is the beauty of brilliance. And then, um, if I could, if I could probably pair up something, um, with number seven comedy, that's the overreaching theme on why we all started attaching wheels to our feet and why we still fucking do it to this day. It's 11. Number 11 in the 11 principles of the Aquarian age or the age of intuition or the age of ideas or the creative age, or you can name it at whatever you want. Just write down these 11 things and remember this last one, freedom. Um, freedom is one of the coolest parts of being on the planet in a place where you're not being jailed for even posting this podcast online or for like being in a place where we can even get inline skates and that we have free time to do it lots of free time more so than mm -hmm. like anyone oh i just got a text um that i need to uh go so I don't have freedom because I have some things that I need to do, but I did have freedom to uh, say this last thing about freedom to the podcast. Um, freedom is attaching wheels to your feet. Freedom is this podcast. Freedom is making videos. Freedom is going into nature and listening to music. 
and it's one of the best things. And if you can showcase that to other people, they'll be threatened by it, they'll be inspired by it, hopefully inspired and not threatened because the more people that get inspired, the closer they get to helping themselves and the closer we get, can get to moving this shit forward. So, uh, I love you guys. <laughs> and uh, revolution, evolution, unity, friendship, transparency, magic, comedy, abundance, electricity, brilliance, and freedom. Happy 2012!